Well, of course, you know, the hmm. uh, National Football League gets ex- you know gets started on Thursday night. That's right. That'll be the Green Bay Packers and somebody else. The New Orleans, Orleans Saints. Saints. That's yeah, right. the, the last two Super so, Bowl winners. That's are right. Playing so one there. another. So courtesy of um, of New Patriots cheer- cheerleader Alexa Flutie, who is the I love that pass she threw there. Yeah, well, the, it's the daughter of, as a matter of fact. Is it? Fact. Okay. Yep. Well, there you go. Comes uh, this thing that, that we've learned. NFL cheerleaders have to take a football IQ test hmm. during an interview on t- You know, they probably ought to say just knowledge test because that IQ thing may scare some of them away. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, during they might an, think there's a needle involved or yes, something. During, uh, during an interview on Tuesday, Alexa said her dad's former job helped her with the written portion of her tryout with New England. (laughs) Alexa said some of the questions get very intense, Hmm. and you have to know your specific details. Oh. I know some of the... I love love when you have unspecific details. Yeah. Uh, I know some of the things I had issues with were the postseason rules for overtime. And what was the other one? Oh, yes, safeties. We had to know about those. It was a little more intense. Not playing sports, I definitely had to study those a bit harder. Mm-hmm. Alexa was rejected four times before finally winning a spot with the Patriots cheerleaders. But Alexa's a uh, good-looking woman. Ah. Oh, you got a picture of Alexa there, oh, do yeah. you? Well, yeah, while you were talking. I know. Yeah. You said NFL cheerleader. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. He didn't have any comments on that. I look at that. it as fact-finding yeah. is what I saw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's right. Kind of like me editing, right? Exactly. You were, you were fact-finding. Right? Eight, eight fourteen. Uh, my, mine's to... far more interesting than your editing. I guarantee, <laughs> I guarantee told you that. Ahead of the mayor being with us, we have an uh-huh. elected official in the house, boys, please. Let's oh, okay. Have well, some a little decor. decor. And a lady yeah, at that, well, right? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Amazon.com will soon be using delivery lockers that will allow customers to receive their orders at 7-Eleven convenience stores. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not going to be a problem around here. No. The lockers resemble a large filing cabinet with an ATM in the middle. No other details are available, but presumably after you order something, you'll get some sort of a code that will open the locker in the bank of lockers there um, at the 7-Eleven. How is this more convenient than getting it at my home? Well, what it is is it's less expensive for them to get it there. Ah, so your shipping costs are Right, less. your shipping costs go down because you go to a central point, and then you, you have to make the the last step. Okay, so they're going to do that. That's going to be your free shipping option, and then your right. the, uh, the super saver or whatever free shipping option mm-hmm. there is to your home is probably going to go away. Yeah. And my thought is, I, I can't think of a better, more secure situation when you want to pick up that whatever it is at one thirty in the morning to be going to a Seven yeah. Eleven. Oh yeah, I think I think that. Oh thank heaven. I think that works really, really mm-hmm. well. My thought is maybe you'd want to go to someplace a little. Bus station, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yes, what? What? Wally, 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 Wally World. World. Yeah, pull. You want to pull that microphone up there as the mayor joins us this morning? You like the concept of going to a 7-Eleven at 2 in the morning to... Oh, know. little old ladies love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can get a Slurpee while you're there. And don't all little old ladies love Slurpees? Yeah. That's right. Oh, 
and the people you meet. Yeah, by the, it's, I mean, you know, okay. as, as a public official, you know, you like to get to meet of course with you different do. people. Yeah. And, and that's probably not the segment that I see most of the time in City Hall. So now, it'd be great. One, one of the things that, that uh, I want to mention to you, because, you know, now uh, the city manager is pretty much your development director, right? I mean, he's going to take care of bringing businesses in. We have worked feverishly to find out, and uh, as best we can tell, with the exception of one other school, if Texas A&M joins the Southeastern Conference, all those schools have Waffle Houses, and and we don't have one. So, wow! If you want to put the, <laughs> if you want to put the city manager onto, maybe landing a Waffle House, you right? Know, I'm just saying, and not not to say anything bad about people who are here who already serve waffles. Heaven knows. Uh, the three of us, I don't know, we, we argue all the time about where we're going to go eat our waffles together. It, it almost got violent. <laughs> it did. That's right. But, but, you know, maybe an opportunity there. Uh, yeah, we do have some waffletoriums already in yeah. town, though. You know, yeah. Well, I'll certainly... Uh, just put a bug in his ear, right? Well, I, well, no, I think what I'll do is I'll just pass that message on. Okay. Yeah, just, just somebody. All right. I think she's meant pass on that message, yeah, I, I believe. Yeah, I think that could have been yeah. what it said. Yeah. Yeah. With a healthy eye roll. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, in the meantime, uh, so, but, but now, on a on a on a personal note, now uh, I do eat waffles. Yeah, okay, yeah, well that's good. Uh, uh, I make waffles now. Oh, hey, when yeah. do you want me over? I've yeah. got, yeah, Mayor, I've got one of those waffle makers like you see in the Holiday Inn Express. You and know, that flip over. Yeah, I got oh, one of know, them fancy waffle makers. Yeah. I think I got one of those as a wedding huh? gift too. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Still in the box. There you go. No, I, I've used mine. Have you? Yeah. Not yeah. lately, but I yeah. have. Yeah. Now. The Labor Day weekend quite often here we go. Yeah. <laughs> the Labor Day weekend quite often is the time when fantasy football leagues are formed. Uh-huh. And your son is a member of a fantasy football league. He's kind of involved in fantasy football. He probably league. plays in 14 or something. Yeah. Else. But I mean is it was he here for his draft or has his draft already taken place, do you know? The answer to the question is I don't know. He yeah. was not here. Yeah, okay. Okay, he he was in um, actually he was in Dallas conducting some deal, some deal, but he uh, he plays in a bunch, and a lot of the leagues he plays in are with. But he's still college. got one in local. I mean, he's still in a local one, isn't he? The one he's in local is baseball. Oh, okay, that's his, it. Okay, All most right. of his football leagues are from college friends. Okay, and, uh, I got you. So, folks, know her her son works for ESPN, and he is the fantasy uh, sport guy. And so I thought maybe he was in this weekend for that, but that wasn't the case. Huh? No, I'm going to see him next weekend. All right, there you go. Okay, well, so what's uh, – you know, actually, I really have nothing to complain to you about today, I think. Oh, my God. Yeah, circle that well, date on the well, calendar. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> make, make a notation there. But uh, September 7th. That's yeah, it. So, uh, well, the things are kind of quiet right now, I think, and you're, you know. Yeah, things are things are pretty good. Were you at the skate park? Uh, I was. Okay. Was that fabulous or yeah, what? Yeah, that's quite a facility, isn't it? It It is really, really amazing. I, my younger son, the one who's not in football, uh-huh. was a skateboarder. Well, and, we the... had, and we had a, a mini half pipe in our backyard. and. Yeah. Seeing all those kids out there it was just fabulous. Well, I, mean, I think we had more than 300 people there. What's neat about this, and if you don't understand the genesis of it, and I can remember this was like a couple of years ago. I remember going to town hall meetings around the city, and these young people really pushed this thing. I mean, they have to feel like this elected body, not only this council but the one before it, listened to them, put it on the put it on, out as a bond issue, it passed, and so they understand the political process can work. Absolutely, and 
you know, the city named uh, the park, uh, the G. Highsmith uh, Park, after the young man who inspired his friends to do just exactly what you said. Uh, he had cancer. He's a Boy Scout and a musician, but his passion was skateboarding. And uh, his parents spoke. He never said, why me? He's just an upbeat, positive kid. And uh, his friends were the ones that picked up the banner and ran with it. They went to the town hall meetings. They pressed city council. They went to the uh, capital improvements uh, meetings. And they got the skate park to be on the 2008 bond issue. This was the same bond issue that did not approve a senior center, but they approved the skate park. Um, specially designed, it, all levels can can be there. Uh, it was exciting. I mean, mm-hmm. having taken my my son to different spots around the yeah. state to, because you had to, right? Had yeah, to find yeah, places yeah, for it. Yeah. It was difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as opposed to just on the street, uh, it's a terrific course. I mean, I think if you're just got your skateboard yesterday and you want to go start, you could do that. Or if you're pretty advanced, you'd have a a good ride, and mm-hmm. I, I think we'll we'll see uh, some pros come and put on some uh, uh, exhibitions. I wouldn't be surprised if we have some tournaments. So it was really, really neat. The parents were on hand. They spoke. Uh, their friends uh, were there. Were there. Um, just great. So it's named the G. Highsmith Skate Park after that young man. And, yeah. Uh, that's cool. It really is. Hey, listen, I want to ask you this. I don't know to what level of specificity you can talk to me about it, but uh, I see there was one of these big old trailers that you used to to kind of clear out a building, and it's right there in front of the uh, the where the conference center was going to be, the property that the city owns. What kind of work is going on inside that uh, center, Dina? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Right. Uh, and I, it wouldn't necessarily. I was just asking if you did. I, you know, the building's old, so it may just be some – some renovation, but I'm not aware of it. Okay, but, I mean, is that moving maybe toward being able to make that more rentable space? Well, I do know that uh, we've talked in budget hearings. Of course, we haven't adopted the budget yet, but we did talk in budget hearings about hiring an outside consultant for maybe about twenty or $25,000 to look at that building just in terms of um, how safe it is structurally, so what can we do or can't do for the building, because it has quite a bit of age on it. And so it may need major renovations um, to continue to have an extended life. And then we need to know kind of how much that's going to be and if it's worthwhile and stuff. So we are, if the budget passes, that will happen. Again, not necessarily within the scope of what you would know, but is there anything that you know about uh, the plaza? That seems to have changed hands. Uh, You know anything as far as development or future there? No, uh, don't. Just, uh, you know what? We all know that someone bought, you know, the the, the tower and 4.5 acres. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole property there is, you know, better than 15 acres. Right. So, uh, you know, which includes uh, the outbuildings, uh, the old kettle, w- potential, hey. hey, potential spot for a waffle there house. There you are, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so all the property that the plaza currently sits on hasn't been purchased, mm-hmm. but the main tower has, and don't. Haven't heard anything okay. about that. Just didn't know if there's anything on your radar screen. Well, what do you got for us this morning? Well, uh, uh, we're going to have uh, tomorrow at the uh, council meeting, we'll have our uh, public hearing on the proposed budget, mm-hmm. um, which will include our lowest property rate in over a decade. you got to be happy about that. We are, and no increases to electric, water, or sanitation rates. 
no no hidden fees and mm-hmm. a deduction in uh, reduction in tax. And um, and I think people, I mean, I'm going to say this because you might not want to, but people have got to understand this is more than a one-year process. Next year, I, College Station is going to be faced with many of the same financial crises that you have now, and the numbers might even be bigger. So it's like anything else, like the economy of the country on a smaller scale. Uh, if it's difficult this year and it's tight, it's going to be difficult and tight next year as well. Oh, I think so. I, I think so, and I, I really want to uh, give a big pat on the back to uh, – David Neely and and uh, Jeff Kirsten, our chief financial officer, they really worked hard, and all the department heads really went and looked at their budgets and you know trimmed what didn't essentially need to be there. Yeah. And and so it's not an easy task, uh, especially when you you know eliminate positions. Uh, but they really did the hard work and uh, and did it well. Well, and not too far down the road, College Station is going to have to be uh, negotiating their new power contract, and you know you're going to have to be out there in the marketplace, and and uh, that will impact utility rates for the next five years after that. And so it's uh, uh, those are going to be some tough times ahead too. So people understand we're not out of the woods yet. Oh, absolutely. And uh, one never knows what the market rate is when you have to go out and negotiate that. Um, you know, ten years ago we got a fabulous rate, and our our rate was lower than everybody's for the length of that contract and then the next time we you know was the big oil push and and stuff and uh, prices were way up and so uh, we're hopeful that market conditions will be favorable when we have to go out but uh, those are tea leaves i don't know how to read that's right you ride the pony that they bring to you what else you got anything else there for you yeah um zigfest is this uh sorry it's uh the annual music uh festival at wolf pen creek amphitheater uh, we're going to have uh, Randy Rogers Band, uh, Josh Abbott Band, Wade Bowen, Kyle Park, Whiskey Myers, JB and the Moonshine Band. That's your favorite. Yep. And uh, Bree Boutwell and the band. So uh, visit uh, zygfest.com for more details. But I think that's going to be fun. That will be the ninth annual uh, Ziegenbach Music Festival. Okay. That sounds good. Oh, and the other thing is... Uh, we're going to start the public engagement for Fire Station 6. Uh, that's at the intersection of Tarot and University. So you got to sign up. has a little picture there or a painting. Right. right. Uh-huh. We'll have uh, two public meetings, uh, September 13th and September 20th. And uh, that fire station is going to be the fire station for the whole north end of town and the university and the university drive corridor. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, that's exciting. And so people who... Want to know about it? Want to have some input? Um, September 13th and September 20th. I think September 13th, uh, six o'clock at City Hall, and the 20th, same time at the Hilton. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Thanks for the time this morning. Always a pleasure. See you in a couple of weeks. That's okay. Nancy Barry, the uh, Mayor College Station visit with the mayor's on alternate Fridays on News Talk 1620.